Yes, hello there and welcome to episode number 430 of Upana FM. I hope you're doing fantastic. Oh yeah, we're back. We've had a little bit of a sabbatical here on the show, but we are now back and uh, looking forward to bringing you a fantastic episode of the show every week, at least for the next couple of months before maybe we start slowing down again before uh, kind of Christmas time and that sort of thing. Hey, this episode is a really, really good one. If you have a product or a service that you are looking to either launch initially for the first time ever or potentially relaunch, uh, you're going to love this episode. I'm speaking with Mr. Launch himself. Jeff Walker is in the house. Serving up the strategies you need to build, market and monetize a profitable, future-proof business around your expertise. This is the Youpreneur Podcast. And here's your host, international business mentor and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. However, before we get going with Jeff, I just wanted to give you a quick Heads up that applications for my Roundtable Mastermind are now open for 2022's cohort. So this is my inner, inner circle. It's small, it's intimate, it's very, very private and extremely close coaching and mentoring that I give with this particular group of people. And like I said, we get going again in January of 2022, and we are now taking applications. Now, I will say, this is not for beginners. This is for people that are doing, you know, probably around seven, eight, nine, ten grand plus every single month, month in, month out. And they want to go from six figures or just getting to six figures to multi-six figures and into seven figures in terms of an annual revenue. So if that's you and you feel like you want to surround yourself with a small intimate group of folks that you know are going to push you to become better at what you're doing and so that you can do likewise for them, plus obviously you get to spend a little bit of time with me as well, I'd love for you to go ahead and put that application through. All you need to do is visit chrisducker.com forward slash coaching to be able to find the link to go ahead and do so. So on to this conversation with Jeff. Now, I've known Jeff for about eight or nine years or so. And, you know, he's honestly, he's one of the OG legends of the internet slash online marketing world. And back in 2014, he published the first edition of his book, launch. And the subtitle of that was an internet millionaire secret formula to sell almost anything online, build a business you love and live the life of your dreams. And he does it, trust me, because uh, we follow each other on Instagram and he's consistently just skiing all the time. I actually don't think he works at all. I think he just gets his team to do everything now. Because every time I see him on social media, he's just on, on a ski slope or a lift or somewhere. But um, he's back with an expanded and updated edition of the book. And we actually dive deep, not only into what changes he's incorporated in this second edition, but more importantly, what the future looks like for online launches. You're going to love this conversation. Let's get going. This is the Youpreneur FM podcast with Chris Ducker. So Jeff, welcome back to the show, brother. Thank you, Chris. I'm glad to be here. I'm just glad to talk to another human being that I've not, that doesn't live with me. <laughs> not that you don't love the people that live with you. It's, it's great. 
It's great. Um, it's good to be back with you, man. It's been a while since you've been on the show. It's been a while since you and I kind of got together and jammed a little bit. But not only A, are we catching up and you guys tuning in, you get the opportunity to, to be the fly on the wall while we do that. But number two, um, or B, I should say, we had a new book out, but it's not really new. This is uh, the updated and expanded edition of Jeff's Number one New York Times bestselling book, Launch. How to sell almost anything online, build a business you love, and live the life of your dreams. It's a big promise right there. Yeah. Well, you know, we are marketers, so. <laughs> we are. And they do say that you should judge a book by its cover. Maybe some well, people you know, say that you it's a, but, you know. on there it says, what is this, updated and expand or enhanced or expand? What? Updated I, I, and expanded. I think that's go. pretty good. I wanted yeah. to put now even more awesome, but yeah. like my publisher thought maybe not in the front cover. Um, dude, I mean, like you, when, when you first came out with launch, what was it like six years or so ago now? I think five years seven, ago. Seven, 2014. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So 2014, same, same year as my first book, Virtual Freedom. So 2014, when I got a hold of, of a copy of Launch, um, and your team were very gracious to send me a copy that time around, I remember, I, I mean, I stormed through it very, very quickly. And it was everything you teach fundamentally, right? Like condensed into this little journal. It's been a long time, obviously, since you published it. Now this new updated version is out. I guess two questions, and then we'll kind of just just ramble on for a little bit here. Like first up, what is different about this one? What is expanded? How is it updated? And secondly, you know, New York Times bestselling book, you sold, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of copies of this thing. Why'd you wait seven years? Like surely the publisher must've been on calling on you a little bit sooner to do one, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know how much work a book is. and Yes, I do. And yeah, so I, I went into this and I'm... I frankly thought, I'm just going to add some chapters, add some case studies. It'll just, I'll knock this thing out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, no. It, it, it took over my life, just like the first version did. Um, so, so really, since, you know, I've been teaching this stuff since 2005. Yeah. And came out with that book in 2014. And you're right, it's everything I teach condensed as much as I could. And the strategies, as you know, Chris, they, they continue to work. I mean, there's, you know, as we record this, yesterday, yesterday was my, the 25th anniversary to the day of when I started my online business. So I'm, this is the first day of my next 25 years. There you go. And, and so the strategies that were working literally in the late 90s, early 2000s, the big picture strategies still work and will continue to work. But there's always new tools mm -hmm. and always new tactics. And so that's what this book was all about, was updating those things. And, and really, there, there's a chapter on social. You know, social was a thing in 2014, but it wasn't at the level it's at right now. And, and the, the ability to use it within a launch just was, did not exist. Yeah. There's a chapter on paid traffic. Again, paid traffic existed back then, but not at the level it does now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, the, in... In, that in the chapter on paid traffic, there's a story of someone who started 
spending $5 a day on traffic, was complete newbie, had no audience. His market is teaching musicians how to become successful touring musicians. You know, it's it's a it's it's a it's pretty niche down. Yeah, I mean, it's a niche like, within a niche. Yeah, yeah, within a niche. I mean, it's not just musicians, not just for pros, but like touring pros. And of course, he had to completely reinvent during COVID. But no audience spent started spending five dollars a day on Facebook just to just to start to build that audience. Within a boy, it's been it's happened really quick. But it was just two, maybe three years, and he's over a million dollars. He's doing every year. It's just I can't believe the market is that big mm. because it just yeah. seems like yeah. such a right. tiny, tiny little niche uh, or niche. Um, and then and you don't and, have to correct yourself. I love well, you. Know, like actually, I, I, I say I actually say niche more often than than that. I've, now, I've why is that? Why is that? I, I let's 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 go down this rabbit hole just for a minute because I always have like, as you well know, I'm well connected in America. I've got a lot of friends in America. Niche, niche, aluminum, aluminium. You know, we're not even going to talk you know. about. Uh, uh, we're not going to go to aluminum. That that's just that is just plain weird. What you guys do to that? That I, we're not even going to go there. But niche, you know, I think 15 years ago I said niche all the time, but somewhere it flipped to niche for me and i think a lot of americans now say niche it, it just sounds cool I, I mean yeah it sounds more kind of um you know it's yeah. i mean it's it's just it's just posher sound yeah it's just, i mean yeah. it's like 10 points gryffindor like you guys <laughs> won on that one but we're right. we got aluminum man yeah i don't even know how you move your lips to be able to say that we just yeah and the other one the other one that always gets me all the time um <laughs> Dude, we are going down a rabbit hole here. But the, the other one that gets me all the time is um, urinal and urinal. Yeah, that's a you thing over here. Do you urinal. say urinal? Yeah, we do. We wow. do. Yeah. That does yeah. not sound posh. That, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even think urinal does either, really. No, it's just, yeah, that word's never going to sound posh. Never. Hey, let's so get back to the book. here we are. We've lost every listener that <laughs> tuned in at this point. Uh, so, millions of dollars earned online yeah. and we're so, here wait, talking and, and, about no, no, I'm, giving, I'm giving you the rundown so new new stuff on live launches have yes. you gone to doing like a lot of live like in in your in your yes, promotion absolutely yeah i mean we you know um we what we focus on when it comes to live is obviously community building regular lives um both public as well as in our facebook group obviously uh, and then we utilize live usually nine times out of 10 to drive people to either a, uh, a kind of a multi-day live event or to a live webinar or whatever. Now I will say on the webinar side of things, I'm curious to know your thoughts on this. Actually, I've dumped the idea of doing a regular kind of more traditional style webinar anymore. Now, whenever I do a webinar, which I very rarely even call a webinar anymore. They're normally masterclasses now. Um, we do them all via Zoom because I want to see the faces, man. Like I want to see who I'm, who I'm coaching, who I'm teaching with this stuff. What's your, what's your, because um, obviously webinars have been a big part of the launch strategy for so long. Have you completely switched out of them now or what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it this whole question, I mean, you brought, uh, to your point, it, the line's blurred. What is a webinar? I still think like a webinar is like you're showing slides and it's, and you're talking over slides, Yeah. but really it's, it's all blurred. Mm -hmm. And I would far prefer zoom where you can see people. 
Um, or yeah. So uh, I don't even know what that term means anymore. Yeah. Frankly. it's it, Things have morphed. Things that things yeah. are changing, aren't they yeah. all the time? It's interesting. You added a chapter on social because as you clearly state, like, Social has been around for a long time. It was clearly around when the first book came out. But the way I look at social, um, particularly over the last kind of three to four years or so, you know, it used to be just exactly that. It was kind of social and you would post mm -hmm. stuff and you would engage and, you know, that was it sort of thing, right? Whereas now there's more opportunity and forgetting about the paid side of it, there's, there's more opportunity, I think, to sell on social compared to what it was six, seven years ago. Um, how do you feel about that? Well, I'm still a huge fan of email. I, I, I love email. At the yeah. end of the day, email is what drives sales, which drives traffic. Um, you know, the only people I know that, you know, some people are like, does email still work? And no one who has an email list actually asks that question. <laughs> like the only people that, that ask that question is email still work or the people who don't have an email list. However, social just, it, I think there's one big audience. You have your email list, you have your social followings, you have paid, you, you, you also have paid on the social platforms and it's like one great big audience. So wherever you reach them, wherever you get the click from, it just doesn't matter. And now with the capabilities of, you know, that, that you can take your, 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 your email list and basically upload it to whatever social, mm. and now you're reaching those people either, you know, via paid, it, it's all working together. It's, it's all, you know, you just, you want to be everywhere, basically. And especially when you're in one of these launches where you're, you're, you're delivering all this great content, you're leading up into your open cart, the more places you can reach them, the better. You know, these days, like when we have people opt in to go through one of our master classes, and I use that term master class or a workshop, and that's like the free content before you'll actually start open your cart and you'll start selling. But when I have people opt in, usually on the thank you page, I'll have them, you know, make, you know, join my Insta, you know, follow, you know, follow this, us on Telegram and just like as many ways as possible. So to me, it's like, if, if you, if I had to reach people and I had one medium, it would be email. Yeah. But the reality yeah. is, is it all works together. For me, it's kind really, of like, I, I kind of look at them as being kind of like an amplification device more than anything yeah. else, because Absolutely. you never, you don't own, you own your email list, right? But you don't own Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or, you know, LinkedIn or even YouTube, if you're putting stuff up on YouTube, which you still do, you know, weekly, right? So like, I want to talk about that in a minute, actually, the consistency factor of Jeff's YouTube and weekly video content is ridiculous, everybody, we need to get into this in a second. Um, but I always look at these as just additional platforms to ultimately spread your message, to connect with your prospects. Um, and, you know, everybody knows you need sort of four, five, six touch points before a quote unquote sale takes place anyway. So if they get an email and they watch your webinar and they follow you on Instagram and maybe saw you live on Facebook, that's four touch points right there. If you're being super active over a launch, the, chances are the, they're going to make that buying decision a lot easier than just catching that one email from you, right? Right. And it's cumulative. I mean, part of the, the whole, this formula, this process that I've created, 
uh, of doing these launches, it, it's really about creating buzz ahead of when you're making a sale. And one, it's like a movie. Like if you see an ad for a movie, it's like, okay, there's an ad, whatever. Then you see someone post about it on social, and then you have a friend tell you about it. It's like three things. It's like, oh, wow, it's everywhere. Everyone's talking about this. And it's the same with your launch. So yeah, you put up something in front of them on Insta. You put something in front of them on Pinterest. You put something in front of them via email. You reach them via Telegram. And it, it's a cumulative effect. And it, like you said, an amplification, a multiplication. Yeah. yeah. Um before we get into the the video on YouTube side of things, let's talk real quick because, dude, you you've not missed a week, right? Am I right in saying that? You might have missed I, a few, but not many. I, I think I missed one about a year ago or something. I was just like, oh, I'm tired. I missed one like a year ago. All right, how many? You know, we're gonna let's just do it. Um, how many years have you been doing this now? Every single week, one video every week. How many years? I think. It's been probably about, it's either seven or eight years. It started before I released that book. So let's call it eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency is king, isn't it? Right? Yeah, it I mean, is. You know, you might not get like a gazillion people watching those videos, but that consistency, no. that touch point is, is huge. I, I think, you know, show, first of all, I started it. I literally started it because I wanted I wanted to put the things I wanted to teach my kids in those videos. Yes. And no one, no, I've never really said that publicly, I don't think, but I just like, you know, at some point I'm not going to be here anymore and mm -hmm. my kids are still going to be here. And I just wanted to, and you know, there's, there's marketing, there's all kinds of stuff in there, but there's a lot built in there that I just want them, what, what I wanted to share with them. And I'm not, you know, my kids are adults now. Yeah. So I don't yeah. sit down and like, let, let me teach you the lessons of life. But those videos are there for them at some point. And, um, and you and, and I both know as dads, when we are done and we're dust, they will watch some of them. For sure. There's no doubt about it. And it'll yeah. be like you are right there in their living room. And, yeah. that's, and, and not only that, but also grandchildren as well, right? Like it's, yeah. it's, it gets real. We're getting old, dude. <laughs> Especially me. <laughs> But I, I got thinking be, about these things differently. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And then it, 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 it's interesting because, you know, we, I put up that video and then we release it basically to our audience. We put it everywhere, but it's mostly on YouTube and I put it on my blog and it's, it's, you know, five minutes every Sunday and so much of it happened by accident and it wasn't super, I do a lot of things super intentionally that wasn't, it was just like, I want to do something that, that lives on, but my audience just loves it. It's yeah. like, they're like, we're going to church with you every Sunday, Jeff. Yeah. And so, some of them are a little more fancy than others, but ultimately yep. it's just like you talking head style in front of, in front of the camera. Right. Yeah. You shoot yeah. it on like, I mean, obviously things have sort of progressed over the years, like camera wise and everything, but you shoot it. You, you used to shoot it like on your phone and stuff like that. right? Yeah. We st sometimes I still do. So, um, yeah. you know, I, so first of all, my, my son, um, is my, my video producer. He's, he's amazing. Dude. The funny thing is my eldest is now also our videographer as well. So isn't that crazy of a coincidence? It is. Right it is. No, it, it, and it's awesome. So, you know, he, so sometimes the videos look really good. And those are the ones he does <laughs> yeah. uh, that he's shooting. 
and sometimes right. they look they look like okay and then you know i'm just i'm shooting i just got you know you know a little dslr and go. he set me up with that and then sometimes just you know if the if the mood just strikes i just you know i'll literally do one of these and and you know what the number of views doesn't it doesn't have any correlation to the video quality at all not so not at all not at all yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I think it, and it, basically I've just shown up providing value every week. And it's one of those, it's hard to measure the, what the ROI is on that. But I think it's pretty astronomical. I think it has a lot to do with my longevity in this market that, that people resonate, my people resonate. The other thing is I'm not doing it to, to generate leads. I'm not, you know, maybe it does, but I'm more doing it for my, the, the audience I already have. Yeah, yeah. That's who I'm yeah. Speaking. It's your tribe fundamentally, right? Like yeah. I'm always about, you know, I, I call it market like a magnet where you attract the right people and at the very same time you repel away the wrong people, right? Yeah. And I've been using that phrase for years and years and years now. So I know full well, I don't need to get, you know, 10,000 views on my YouTube video. If, 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 the, if the thousand people that are all about what I put out at this moment in time, watch that video and it spurs them on to do something or make some kind of difference uh, or some change in what they're doing with their business. Like for me, that's a win all, all over. Yeah. Uh, and I don't do it anywhere near as much video as you do, but I can understand the the mindset behind wanting to do it for those reasons alone. Yeah. Just, just a couple more points on that. First of all, I think my buddy Dean Graziosi probably for four years before I started doing those videos, he's like, you, Jeff, you should do a weekly video. And I'm like, nah, what, what did I talk about? I don't have anything to talk about. Right. Right. And that was probably for four years. He would, every time he saw me, which was, we were in a program where we'd see each other four times a year. So, you know, he, Jeff, you got to do a weekly video. You got to do a weekly. And, and I, I wish I started doing it four years earlier. Mm. And then the other thing is, um, so, I mean, we do a lot of video like these, these videos that I put out are more just teaching, um, sharing what I've learned about business, what I've learned about life. They're, they're never selling, but we also do a lot of video where I'm selling. We, yeah. we do a lot of marketing video. And now when I step in front of that camera, you know, for those promotions that we do two or three or four times a year, it's just like, boom, I'm instantly on because I'm used to shooting video every week. I think that's the other big thing as well. Like I often say to people, if they've not done it before or even podcasting for that matter, just pure audio, like record the first 10 episodes and listen back or the first 10 videos, watch them back. If you feel they're okay, publish them. If you don't like them, delete them, record them again because a second time round, they will be better. It's just, yeah. you know, it, it's a given. And I think, like you say, it just gives people the opportunity to get used to doing something, right? And and then when it really matters, really counts, it does become second nature almost. Another good thing to do is go to whoever, whatever channel that you like, you know, your favorite channel, your favorite person, go to their YouTube channel, click on, go to their channel, click on the videos link, and then click on the sort by and sort so you see their oldest first yeah and watch their oldest videos oh. and they'll be so bad so horrible that you're just instantly going to feel good about yourself yeah my my 12 year old son did that um about a week ago 
on the, on the TV here in the house. And he was like, let's watch some of your old videos, dad. I was like, please don't do that. And obviously he brought it up and I'm like, I'm, I'm on this balcony. It's like dusk. I think we just opened up the call center and I'm, you know, I came back at like 6am, the summer's coming up or something. It's, you know, and I'm on this like balcony, I've got this shirt on and it's like, I'm like, hi, it's Chris Ducker here. How are you? And it's just cheesy and horrible and just disgusting light and horrible audio and all this kind of stuff. But like you say, it's like, it's, it's, you're showing your journey and people kind of want to see it as well. Like just to know that you have been around for a while. Yeah. That's the, that's the other thing. Yeah. So like anyone out there shooting, you know, if, if you don't, if you're uncomfortable shooting video, the reality is, is none of us were naturals. And you can see that if you go back and look, none, none of us, Chris, in, in the book, um, on the chapter on live launches, I tell a story of Anne LaFollette, and it's a ridiculous story. It's I just can't, I cannot believe it because she was Anne was in corporate America for her whole life. She was very successful, actually. She got a you know significant management job in her late fifties. Her boss calls her in the office. She doesn't know why, and he basically says, "We're downsizing you. Let's her go," and she's just devastated. I mean, she spent three decades. In, 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 you know, building this career, went home, devast this, this part sounds easy, but it wasn't, you know, worked through that, you know, her whole life, her whole identity changed. Um, but she's always been interested in art. She was never an artist, but interested in art, had a lot of art supplies. So she learned this thing called surface pattern design. And you don't know what that is. I didn't know what it was. I went and Googled it. I still didn't know what it was, but it's basically this idea of taking your doodles and turn it into a repeating pattern in Adobe Illustrator, and then Adobe, and, and then actually licensing that out. This is a it's a it's a significant thing. So she learned how to do it, and she actually learned from a you know some from an online course, and she decided to start to create an, her own online course for people that were older. Like the one she learned from was from a young woman, young beautiful woman, and. Um, and so Anne had no experience, no audience whatsoever, but she started doing live broadcasts. And she likes to say, I was just talking to the green dot. Like I've got a green dot right here. You know, just a, to her webcam, she would do a weekly live to Facebook. And she would just have one person, her, her cousin, show up every week. And she got, you know how it goes. You get better. You do one every week. You get better and better. And, um, and then she started spending like $3 or $5 a day to start driving a little bit of traffic in from Facebook into her lives, started to build a little audience. Um, she, and then she did a test launch that did, I don't know, like five or $6,000. The net, so that was in 18, in 19, she did a hundred thousand dollars selling how to do surface pattern design. In 2020, she did $400,000 teaching. Awesome. This is, you know, Anne's now in her early 60s. She looks like your grandmother, my grandmother. Actually, she's my age, but she does look just like a sweet grandma. And she's a, she is very sweet. She's built this audio, rabid audience, just spending a few dollars a day talking to the green dot. I mean, it's just, she had no experience on video, no entrepreneurial experience, no list, nothing. But just by getting on live every week, initially just... You know, for weeks, just to her cousin till she got comfortable with it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's interesting because I, I remember years back when, uh, when I was in Phoenix at your event, um, 
there was this kind of whole thing where you you would do this whole thing where you would launch people in the audience. For anybody that hasn't been to one of Jeff's events, you'll 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 get what he stands on stage and he invites everyone in the audience to fundamentally put their hand up in the air and kind of I don't know like the, the you know it's it's like uh, it's like the exodus you know the power of Christ can compels me kind of thing right like you kind of push the hand out and everyone just goes oh, launch and if I'm to be very honest with you my wife was with me at the time and she turned around and she goes what have we walked into here like what <laughs> she was like is this some sort of like weird cult thing that's going on? Like what's going on? I said, honey, it's, it's a tribe. It's a community. Every community has their thing. This is their thing. She's like, really? So it happens like four or five times just in the first morning. I'm like, what is going on? And so I'm starting to think maybe there is some Kool-Aid involved here. Like what's going, what's happening? But I got it by the end of that first day. And I think it was like a three day event or maybe a four day event. I can't remember now, but like by the end of that first day, I, I got the, the mindset of like, we are in this together. It doesn't matter what background you've got and it doesn't matter what niche you're from or who your customer avatar is, what you're teaching, but we're all doing this one thing. We're, we're launching our business, our product, our course, our service, whatever it is. And we're all doing it using this tried and tested framework, this process that you have tweaked and tweaked and tweaked and tweaked over years and years and years. And now I got, I got it. I just got it. By the end of that first day, I understood it entirely. Where do you see launches, particularly in the way that you've done them? And obviously they have evolved. Where do you see things going, say, in the next three years, next four or five years? Well, yeah, I mean, so live broadcasts are working really, really well, but people are still also using video, but most people are using either video or live, but where, where I've seen, you know, Chris, I'm not good with the crystal ball. I'm, I'm good at adapting as we move, but the, the big change I've seen in just the last few years, and this is another big thing in the book is the open cart has, has now become the star of the show. So it used to be we do this pre-launch and we still do like typically three pieces of content. They might be video, they might be live broadcasts. They're anywhere, you do that over anywhere five to seven days. I've actually condensed it. I'm doing my pre-launch in three days, but then we get, and so there's nothing for sale. It's just value, value, value in a very formulaic, and I say that in a good way, like, you know, it's a, here's a formula for how you deliver your content so that it's compelling and so people want to move forward with you. And then you get to the open cart and that's when people can start buying from you. And the open cart period, it's a whole sequence, is typically five to seven days. These days, the pre-launch is almost like a prelude for that open cart. Mm. And the open cart where you, now that's the enrollment phase, but as much as of the, of the energy is in that open cart period. It used to be just like, okay, you know, pre-launch, here's all this value. Now open cart, we send a bunch of emails and you right, 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 right. Now it's like live broadcast, additional training, um, student highlights, maybe a little tour of the product. Uh, really, we, we actually do a closing ceremonies now on our final day, because as we take people through this whole sequence, it's, it's like so transformative for people. 
and it becomes emotional for people. And you just want, I, I want to put a bow on it. So we have a closing ceremonies. And um, so that really, that's one of the biggest shifts is how the open card has really become like the thing. Do you see it like, for me personally, the stress of a launch and, and it is sometimes very stressful. For sure. We, you know, we've, we've gone through a lot of kind of different styles with, particularly with the Youpreneur brand, with the virtual Starfinder brand where we've launched different initiatives or coaching programs or courses, you know, whatever it is. Some of them, we kind of do hardcore scarcity. The door closes, that's it, you're done kind of thing. Some right. of them we'll do on the back end of our email list uh, privately, quote unquote, you know, where it's not a big public thing. Um, and then there'll be other times where it's just evergreen. You know, if you want to buy something, you can buy it kind of thing. Like, I know you're not a big fan of the evergreen model because the launch works so well for you and your students, but where do you see the differences being now compared to like where that was maybe in yesteryear a little bit? I think every, I think a lot of people like at the, at the, top end of the market, like the people that are operating at a very high level, such as yourself, um, the businesses have gotten more sophisticated. Right. We've gotten more sophisticated with list management. Um, and generally it, it used to be, there'd be one big launch a year or two big launches a year. Right, right, right. Now, and, 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 but now people are bringing in a lot more. Like for me, like my goal is I don't, want my launches, I mean, I want my launches to be as big as possible, but I don't want them to ever represent more than a third of my business because things can go wrong. I mean, you don't, it's, it's like, it's like having a Super Bowl ad, you know, it's a one shot deal. You don't want to to have your entire business depending on that one 30 second ad. So there, you know, there's people are using various forms of the launch. They're reusing launch assets and and there, there's different ways to slice and dice them. A lot of times people are adding in challenges. Challenges are basically launches with where you say, oh, do this thing. Each day you give a small right. assignment. But yeah, people have gotten far more sophisticated in their sequences, in their follow-ups post-launch. Um, we started doing a, a style of launch that we call, what's called a Pissari launch. Um, but, and this is actually, yeah, I, it was invented by a student of one of my students. Um, but it's basically where you take your, your launch assets that you've put together and you've done your launch. And then maybe um, six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks later, you release that for a limited period of time as like more of a Netflix style where here you can go watch all the content. Here it is on all one page. And, you know, and we're going to start a class. You can watch all the stuff and make your decision in the next week whether you want to join the class or not. So yeah, I think people have gotten lots, a lot more sophisticated. Now, I mean, if you're just starting out, get your first launch done, you know, don't, don't worry. I'm a big fan of the the metaphors, baby steps. Just worry about your next step, your next step. So if you're just starting out, don't worry about putting together four different sequences. Just worry about getting that first product out there and getting it launched. But yeah, at the top end of the market, you know, people have built teams, the, the, the whole sequencing, the list management's got a lot more sophisticated and people are generally putting out more offers. You know, it's, I'm so happy. I mean, this is a great way to uh, wrap up this conversation for the sake of the podcast. It's like the word teams there, as you well know, as a 
as a successful guy yourself, like you're only as strong, you're only as successful as the people that you surround yourself with. It goes beyond just the people that work for you. It's your mastermind group. It's your suppliers, your clients, your students, all the rest of it as well. But like for me personally, I can, you know, quantifiably say hands down, number one, clearly I would not have made as much money. Number two, I would not as be as successful. Number three, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Wouldn't be the dad, the leader, the boss that I am today. If it hadn't have been for the sake that I have employed, I mean, over the 18 years, I mean, holy moly, thousands and thousands of people. I still have almost 400 people in my employment right now. So like, I know that that has been a major, if not the biggest part of that overall success story. What does your team look like now compared to when the first time the book came out seven years ago? Is it real? Is it is it real lean and mean still? Or no, yeah, okay, I, this is what I want to wrap up on. Yeah, so the I'd say the team like actually have an unboxing video. You can go back and look at it on my YouTube channel. And I think at that time we just happened to be we have a virtual team. We've always had a virtual team, but we just happened to be having a meeting when the first box came of the first edition back in two thousand four. I remember, yeah. There's maybe 10 or 12 people around the table there. Right. And, and, and that uh, was the whole team pretty yeah. much? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think it was the entire team. And in, yeah. And now we're right at about 40 people. So <laughs> right. yeah, we, 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 we've grown up. We have grown up. Um, it's been a, it's been a journey. I, you know, I think I'm a, I think I'm a fantastic leader for my clients. I think I'm a very good leader in the industry but being a leader for my team was something that was an acquired skill. I was, I was not great at it. And so I still don't think I'm great at it, uh, but it was an acquired skill. I've got a great leadership team now. Um, and yeah, we, we just, we've got amazing, amazing people. And, and you know what, I mean, through COVID, like at the start of COVID, I think we were at about 25. Mm -hmm. So we just added 15 people and we haven't, none of us have met. Right. And so, you know, we're, we can't wait till COVID chills out a little bit and we can get the team together. Um, and we now have people, you know, we have um, people in the UK, we have people in Europe, people in Canada, the Philippines. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, but that was probably my biggest mistake in business was being too slow I mean, even getting to the 12 people, remember I'd been in business in 2014 yeah. for a long time. I was way too slow early on because I heard there was um, someone that I learned a lot of marketing from. And, but he, this person, I think was a great, fantastic marketer, but wasn't the happiest human being. And I always heard him say, you know, people will make your life a living hell and don't ever hire anyone. Right. And I took that to heart for too long. Mm -hmm. And, and you know what? Yeah. Having a team does make things complicated, but it allows you, it, it, it allows me to, to serve our clients at a level that there's just no possible way I could serve them if I hadn't built that team. I also feel like if, if you take on the CEO role and I do with all of my businesses really accept the Youpreneur brand, where obviously I'm doing coaching, you know, to our higher end clients, the CEO role, you know, my job as the CEO of those other two businesses is to make sure that I 
bring in great people to run and build those teams for me. Uh, you know, with with our call center, you know, 350-odd employees, I have a management team of about 20 people. And out of that 20 people, I personally only talk to like four people on a regular basis. Um, I, I've not spoken to probably 80% of my employees over the last decade, quite literally. And I think that's when I kind of learned to get out of my way, when I burned out in 2009 and I learned to get out of my own way and bring the people in to make those differences, um, that was where, you know, everything becomes so much easier as well. But people are scared as well to let go of certain things. And I think that's a big stumbling block for folks. That's why they become the bottleneck, you know? For sure. Absolutely. hundred yeah, percent. Well, look, uh, we could go on for hours, but Jeff, I appreciate you taking the time, you guys tuning into this, um, the new copy of launch a new edition updated and expanded. And it is way more awesome. Uh, is now out at all good bookstores and on Amazon everywhere else. We'll put links to the show notes as always. Um, brother, it was great to spend some time catching up with you. I appreciate you and the work you do and uh, the inspiration that you are for the world. And uh, I can't wait to actually give you a hug again at some point soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Been way too long. Um, You guys tuning in, take great care. We'll be back at you again with another episode of the show real soon. Until then, bye for now. Thank you very much for tuning into this week's episode. I really appreciate it sincerely. You know, if you are interested in potentially working with me to be able to build your business in a smart, savvy manner that really does truly set you up for future-proofing yourself and obviously building a profitable business, I'd love to hear from you. So send me a direct message on Instagram at Chris Ducker with the word podcast and I'll know exactly where you've come from. And that for me is more important than anything else because if I don't know where you're coming from, I don't know how I'm going to be able to help you get to where you want to be. Thanks very much again for tuning in. I appreciate you. We'll see you again soon.